Welcome to episode 180 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Bold Worldwide's March Adsanity. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? So this week, I'm actually going to be down in uh, in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. I've got a couple of uh, couple of meetings down there, but then I'm going to spend uh, a couple of the days actually at, um, for anybody who knows Grant Cardone, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there at his uh, 10x conference, which is pretty cool. And I have a couple meetings set up with some of the speakers and stuff, so I'm pretty pumped. I'm gonna be coming back to New York like all all Grant Cardoned out, all like 10x on my life. So I'm I'm pretty pumped about uh, about this trip. It's a short one, but it's gonna be fun, dude. That's super exciting. As I mentioned, I just binge li- I just binge read three of his books, and then some of the uh, Bacon Sports team members have started doing the same, and everyone just like super jazzed about it you'll definitely we may have to do a podcast specifically about that because i'm a firm believer in what grant cardone preaches because there's some good stuff there absolutely what's your uh what's what's your takeaway or not takeaway what's your uh fact about me the day fact (laughs) my fact about me the day uh ironically enough i'm also traveling to florida this weekend i have a wedding in orlando and the hard part about this is that this is happening over March Madness. And for me, I consume sports content nonstop. So on Saturday and Sunday, Saturday's the wedding. And then Sunday, Mrs. Bacon and her family are driving up for Sarasota. Uh, we're going to Disney World. And it's one of those things where sometimes you can't uh, – rock the boat being like, honey, but March Madness, you sometimes just have to take one for the team and I'll be watching the games via my phone while waiting in line with Mickey. Nice. Nice. It sounds like a good trip, man. Sounds like a good trip. Which brings us back to today's topic, March Ad Sanity. So Brian, you plugged this briefly in an earlier podcast, but give everybody a little insight into what you guys are doing at bold worldwide around march madness yeah well first of all for anybody who hasn't checked it out you just go to marchadsanity.com ad sanity like ad advertising marchadsanity.com and you can check it out but here's the deal this is this is you know we're, we're tossing around at bold like hey what can we do since we're a sports advertising agency what can we do to be a part of the conversation but also do something that's valuable to our audience that's interesting and also aligns with what it is that we do marketing advertising social all of that and so what we came up with was march ad sanity and so uh it's it's a bracket that is starts with 16 brands so we're starting you know on the date that the Sweet 16 starts, which is uh, March 23rd. That's the day that this whole thing starts. We're, we took the uh, top 16 brands that are official sponsors of the NCAA. There's 18 brands. And so what we did was we ranked them all by total social following, okay, across all platforms, uh, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, and YouTube. So we added all that up and we said, okay, who has uh, the biggest following? That's seed number one and all the way down. And the bottom two got cut. 
what we did for the bigger, you know, corporate brands that own sub brands that'll be marketing like um, Coca-Cola and like what we did for Nabisco is we actually reached out to the, to the brands or to the companies and said, hey, what brands are you going to actually be advertising during March Madness? And so Coke, it was going to be uh, Powerade and Coke Zero. So what we did is we took which of those two brands had the biggest following. Powerade did. So Powerade is representing Coke. And um, the other one, Nabisco, is actually um, oh, is Oreo. So um, that is the biggest brand that Nabisco is going to be advertising during uh, March Madness. So that took Nabisco's spot. Unilever, which is a corporate brand that obviously has a lot of smaller brands that um, are below it, we reached out to them and we gave them a deadline when they could submit the brands that they're going to actually incorporate into their bracket. They didn't respond. So Unilever, we're running it as Unilever, which kind of sucks for them because uh, who, how many people interact with Unilever and not one of their brands on online? So it's going to make for a very, very interesting thing. And so we've ranked them from, seeded them from 1 to 16. And then my data scientist here at Bull, Jason Wan, he did all the math. Um, did the matchups, randomized everything so that, you know, we have the same amount of teams. We got four teams or four matchups, sorry, brands matchups playing on March 23rd. We have another four matchups playing March 24th, just like the NCAA tournament. And then that gets down to the next round and then the final four. And then we get into the championship and the playoff and uh, winner takes all. And what it's all based on is during the 24-hour period in which the dates that those brands are, quote, playing each other, the exact 24 hours of the full day, we measure the total public engagement across those channels of social and whichever got the highest engagement wins and moves on to the next round. And so what's going to be interesting to see is do the brands that have the bigger following automatically, they're obviously the ones that theoretically should win because they have the biggest following. Do they get the most engagement? Or does a brand like, um, you know, Allstate come out and do something crazy or Enterprise come out and do something crazy and Enterprise beats Oreo because Enterprise that day on March 24th had better, better actual social media engagement than Oreo on that day? Unlikely, right? One versus 16. But it's going to be very interesting to see. And we, we do that every single day all the way until April 6th. And that is the championship. So... Is this supposed to be looking at who has the largest following? Because in theory, you would just say, all right, the largest followings, even if they're not doing as well from an engagement standpoint, they're always going to crush the competitor. Or is there an element to where you guys could potentially look at this on a per follower basis to measure their actual engagement per follower? So we thought about this. There was two ways that we could measure it just like you're saying, right? So one is we just do overall engagement for the day, which you're right. It gives the advantage in theory to the larger brands. Like March 24th, it's Oreo versus Enterprise. Enterprise is ranked, is seed 16, Oreo's number one. They have the biggest online following, social following. So obviously Oreo theoretically should win. Now, we thought about it and we figured out, hey, look, we could do percentage, uh, engagement percentage, right? That evens the playing Mm -hmm. field. Here's the problem with that. If we're looking at it just like the championships, the first the first seed should win everything. They should go all the way to the championships because obviously they're the best team. So that's the way that we thought about this. Oreo should go all the way and they should, in theory, win the championship. 
But what if Enterprise has a better day? What if they see this and they go crazy on social and do some brilliant marketing tactic and actually beat Oreo and make an upset and then Enterprise ends it up all the way into the championship? That is way more fascinating because otherwise we even the playing field. And just like in real sports, there's no even playing field. You have a bad day, you lose. You, you're the best team in the league, you should win. And so we're playing it the exact same way this should theoretically be played in sports. Because I guess in theory, it's nice for us as marketers to be able to understand engagement on a percentage basis. But in the real world, what actually matters is the size of your company and your following because that's the amount of influence that you have. So someone smaller can try and compete by having better engagement, just like when we talked to, I believe it was the Kansas City Chiefs about their marketing saying, hey, we may not be able to compete with the Cowboys and some of these other larger national teams, but we can win on our own engagement. But that still doesn't mean that these large brands can't just say, well, we're going to flex our power and keep moving forward and do what we do because everyone's still trying to knock the top dog off. Absolutely. And so that's the interesting part about this, right? So in theory, Oreo, who has the biggest online follow, who also obviously does a really great job at social, they should make it all the way into the championship. But if you look at, for example, if you go to the site, you can see Buffalo Wild Wings is playing the 23rd against Buick. Wild Wings is, is, is seated third and Buick is 14th. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings should in theory win, but what if Buick comes out with some beautiful spot, does a lot of more advertising that day on the 23rd and creates a good story and gets a hashtag following and all this kind of stuff? Buick beats out Buffalo Wild Wings. Now that's an interesting story. And then you look at brands like 18T versus Capital One, 6 versus 11. I don't know, man. That's a toss up. So it's actually going to be very interesting. And again, I think it's like, you know, it's like Kentucky. Yeah, they should take it all the way or very close. But what if they don't? What if one of these underdogs overtakes them? And the beauty is because we're measuring on the actual day, the 24 hour window of time that they're quote unquote playing each other. What if a brand was just asleep at the wheel that day? What if they had bad press that day and it killed them? What if somebody had great press or they came out with some new thing? It really creates an interesting variable of a non-even playing field is exactly the way it would be in sports. And so it's going to be cool. Do we just end up with, you know, uh, is Oreo versus Pizza Hut the championship? I don't know, but it's going to be really kind of cool to see. And that's, to me, by not having an even playing field, the big brands do have the advantage. They should flex their muscle because they're, quote unquote, the better team. But the smaller ones, they could make, they could do something really cool or really unique and get the advantage and bump a bigger brand out. And to me, that's what we're going to be following and looking at is, are there some upsets? Do some of the smaller brands with the smaller followings overtake some of the bigger brands because either they had a really great day or a big brand was asleep at the wheel? It's going to be pretty cool to see. So when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the brands that have the most connection to sports fans from me, Rob, the diehard sports fan. So I look at this, I'm like, Buffalo Wild Wings is a Mm no-brainer. Them versus Pizza Hut in the final four makes the most sense because we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the podcast, but Pizza Hut created their Pizza Hut shoes where you can order – Uh, a pizza via shoes and Grant Hill is endorsing them. So I expect to see those two in there because it's the most relevant. I mean, Buffalo Wild Wings sports is everything that they do. They should with being number three seed, they should easily come out of that bracket. Oreo. I don't have the connection there. So looking at what they're doing, Wendy's is the number five. I like Wendy's and I think that they have an opportunity because we see, we've talked about them on the podcast. They're relatively 
active in what they're doing. And I don't really see anyone else over there. Uh, it's interesting that Powerade is number seven and there's no mention of Gatorade. Well, yeah. Well, so Gatorade is Pepsi and Pepsi is not an official NCAA sponsor. Coke is. And Powerade was the, uh, of the two brands. So again, we reached out to any of the brands that are holding companies for smaller brands, Coke, Unilever, and Nabisco. We reached out directly and we asked them, Hey, this is what we're doing. What brands do you want playing or what brands are you going to be advertising during the NCAA? Coke got back to us immediately and they said it was, uh, uh, Powerade and Coke Zero. So then we did exactly what we did for everything else. We said, which has the bigger social following Powerade uh, had the bigger following. So Powerade took Coke spot and then the same thing uh, for Nabisco and Unilever did not respond. They're a very conservative company. So clearly they didn't respond like a conservative company did. So guess what? Unilever is just Unilever. So that's one where I'd probably say they're just going to get their butt kicked by Reese's on March 24th. So I'm going to channel my inner bracketologist and give some predictions. Yeah. What do you think? Enterprise is going to beat Oreo, and here's why. Wow, because, 16 seed versus number one. Because Enterprise, year after year, always advertises around their employees being former athletes. And right now, they're going to be running that around March Madness, so they're going to show both guys and girls who are former collegiate athletes, you're going to see a lot of those ads. So I'm expecting to see a lot of presence for Enterprise, and I actually think – that they could go on more than one round. Their biggest downside will be the size of their audience there. Uh, looking over on the other side there, I think Allstate and Pizza Hut will be interesting because Allstate is very much a top-of-mind brand when it comes to advertising. So them and Pizza Hut, I wish they weren't paired up against each other because I actually like I like Allstate better than I do Lowe's or Bing. Uh, I think Lowe's will be a little bit more prominent. Bing doesn't do anything for me. Uh, Buick, no chance at all. So I expect to see in my final four, Buffalo Wild Wings, Pizza Hut. I'm going to actually go with Enterprise as a 16 seed to shock the world. Uh, they're going to have a tough matchup with Wendy's. And then in the bottom bracket there, uh, I don't like any of those brands for March when it comes to that. Uh, I'll go with Reese's because I love some peanut butter cup blizzards. Um, and I think that they could come up with something, but none of those really do anything for me from that standpoint. And my winner is going to end up being Buffalo Wild Wings, the three seed. Really? Okay. Yeah. This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how this plays out. So we're going to have to uh, make sure we write that down and check back April 6th or April 7th when we announce who wins. Um, yeah, I, I think there could be some upsets. And that's what I find fascinating about this, right? Because the whole experiment is, and the reason that we did it, you know, everything's done mathematically, everything for every team, the rankings, everything is, is you know, it's everything has an exact starting point. Everything else is done by math. That's why we rank them all by following because they should be the better brands on social media, just like a better team is ranked number one, right? But at the same time, if you're an LG or you're a, you know, Powerade or, or you are Buick, and you come out with some brilliant tie-in to March Madness and you do something incredible where everyone starts talking about it and something goes viral, you could absolutely go all the way to the end. But the other really interesting variable is just like a sports team, you could have a really great day or a really bad day and you could win or lose because of that. So it's going to be pretty cool to see what brand gets crowned. And of course, we're doing this for real. So the champion brand... Oh, you're you bet your you bet your bottom dollar we're sending them a big trophy, something pretty cool for winning March Ad Sanity 2017. Oh, one quick thing on Reese's I just realized. 
Easter is coming up, so they're going to have more advertising between now and then. I like that pick even more yeah. uh, because of that. Yeah. So, Brian, do you have an action item for everybody? I'm going to keep this one simple because we could go all over the map. I want you to go to MarchAdSanity.com. I want you to look at the bracket, and I want you to tweet your Final Four prediction and the social media champion uh, of March Ad Sanity 2017. I want to know what you guys think. Brian, I want your Final Four. I gave mine. What's yours? Oh, boy. Wendy's, Reese's, Buick, Pizza Hut. Buick. Oh, yeah.